When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. Your morning paging podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is March 26th. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Oh man, there are things I need to talk about uh, where I've been so wrong this preseason about what I expected teams to do with their rotations and who's going to get what job and all that kind of stuff. And I do need to make some corrections. So first and foremost, yesterday I talked about the Oakland A's situation. Kyle Muller, Ken Waldachuk, J.P. Sears fighting for two spots. Nope, absolutely wrong. Drew Wyszynski on the IL. I somehow completely missed this. I apologize to everybody. Which means that Kyle Muller, I think, is the opening day starter for the Athletics, which is wild to me. Should you be picking any of these guys up? I don't think so. I don't think they provide too much of a ceiling where you need to get them now and get in for a breakout year in your 12-teamers. For your 15-teamers, there is upside in each of them. I think J.P. Sears honestly has the highest floor of the crew, but is it worth it? In an AL only, maybe. Kyle Muller, I think, still has a little bit more to figure out with his command, especially with his fastball. But they all carry things that it wouldn't shock me if at some point they click and they have a fantastic year. I'll be monitoring all of them through the season. But at the end of the day, they are on the athletics. And that is not a good place to pitch for wins. Sure, it is good for a home park. But it really affects that win total. And that is a part of fantasy whether we like it or not. There's also Ryan Nelson and Dre Jameson. And I got this one completely wrong. At the beginning of the year, Ryan Nelson was really down in velocity. He wasn't getting it back. I was worried the shoulder would still be bothering him. But Dre Jameson has been so meh for the Diamondbacks. And they already said that they didn't want Fott to open the season with the team. That's like, all right, Ryan Nelson, here you go. He is the fifth starter. Do I want to chase this? Likely not. It's not a good opening matchup for Ryan Nelson. He gets the Padres likely as the fifth starter. That is not something I want to do, especially when I have concerns that the fastball is as good as it should be. Now, I do like the shape of it more than Dre Jameson's, and there is opportunity here if he's fully healthy. I would wait and see for Ryan Nelson here. Uh, Last one is Dylan Bundy. He has a minor league deal with the Mets, which isn't something I'm correcting. It's just more of, oh, hey, I guess Tyler McGill isn't the sixth option. I mean, maybe it's Dylan Bundy. I don't know. We'll see how that one plans out. And we'll we'll talk about Tyler McGill or Ty Lord. Well, he hasn't deserved that D for a long time. I will talk about him later on in the podcast. By the way, I do want to remind everybody we have a promotion this weekend called Draft Weekend. That is called. It is a promo code draft weekend, all caps, one word. You get $40 off PL Pro yearly. You get so many things for a full year. That is access to our Discord. We're going to have live chats every day. We're going to have, um, we have lots of ways to find new fantasy leagues inside of it. It's just an amazing community. You get on Discord, you get an app for your website, but you get our tools, which is the live draft assistant tool, which I've used for every single podcast so far. And so many things are projections, our weekly and daily projections in season. It's an awesome thing. Uh, go check it out, pitchlist.com slash premium. And make sure you use promo code DRAFTWEEKEND to get $40 off PL Pro yearly. Okay, so other guys to talk about from yesterday. There's a lot. 
today. Uh, Max Free, three innings, zero and runs, two. It's zero walks, five cases is going to ace there. Nothing weird about that. But I should talk about the Braves in general because Kyle Wright also went. It was a split squad. Four innings, three and runs, five. It's one walk, four Ks. He had a good curveball. I still don't like the fastballs. But here's the thing. The Braves are going to have Kyle Wright on the IL to start the season. And it looks like he's going to miss two starts. He's going to have two rehab starts and then he's going to come back. And this is not surprising to me because he had that cortisone shot in the shoulder. I think this is going to be a thing for the entire year. Why this matters so much is that not only does Schuster have a, a rotation spot that we already knew about, but so does Dylan Dodd. And this is how it's going to play out in my view. It's going to be Max Fried, Spencer Strider, Jared Schuster, Charlie Morton, and then Dylan Dodd. So Schuster is going to get the Nationals first, which is great. I love that. He is such a target for me in all leagues. I want that first start, and I want to see how he's doing there. Maybe not start him for the Padres, be a little conservative for that one. But against the Nationals, I mean, that's insane. And then Dylan Dodd will get the Cardinals and then host the Reds. So I might like him for two starts there, maybe. Uh, I don't know if I love the Cardinals one. That's a decent offense, got Lars Newt in there, you got, <laughs> that's the first one I mentioned, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Tyler O'Neill, like, and Jordan Walker is now uh, with the, the Cardinals. It's a little risky there, um, but those guys are getting those opportunities. I do think Dodd is going to go down after it because Wright will return, and I think they're just going to be a little slow on it. Not to mention there will be Soroka knocking at the door at some point too here. So something to monitor a lot, but A, I'm low on Kyle Wright. B, I'm high on, on Schuster. And C, um, Dylan Dodd is not the worst guy to get the first week just to have some fun. Maybe he's excelling and Schuster fails. And they say, you know what, Dodd? Stick around. Schuster, you're the one going back to AAA. We'll see what happens there. Dustin May won 5.2 innings, 300 runs, 6 hits, 0 walks, and 4 strikeouts. He threw 94 pitches, which is, I think, the best part about this. Uh, he looks stretched down and ready to go. I do want to see a little bit more whiffs, but he did have some filthy breakers, and that was cool. Zach Greinke won 5.1 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 0 walks, and 5 Ks. I mean, Zach Greinke, honestly, I think maybe overlooked in AL-only leagues. He will go every 5 days. And, yeah, it's not so bad for ratios. Don't expect a cane inning, though. Jacob DeGrom pitched, then he won 6 Ks in 3.2 innings because it's Jacob DeGrom. Uh, there are some interesting things to talk about, I think, with the Padres here. And we're going to talk about those and many others after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Nick Martinez, 4.2 innings, 200 runs, 6 hits, 2 walks, and 8 strikeouts. And get get this, this is how the Padres are going to set up their rotation out of the gate. It is going to be a six-man. It is going to be Blake Snell, Nick Martinez, Michael Waka, Seth Lugo, the sixth starter, 
And then you Darvish. Because you Darvish had the WBC stuff. He's getting a little bit pushed back. It looks like Jay Groom might be that six starter. I was thinking it would be Julio Tehran. Uh, do we really want Groom there? Not really. He gets the Diamondbacks in that situation. I don't think it's a start I need to go and target. I might be talking about it after that day um, as SP Roundup lead. We'll see. But because Martinez is going second, guess what? It's Rocky Road to start the year. And that sounds pretty enticing, especially if you're seeing 8Ks and 4.2 innings from Nick Martinez. Obviously, the, the whip, not good. But I think there's enough there that Nick Martinez can steal a win from you and get some strikeouts along the way. Very interesting at the end of drafts to consider. Same with Seth Lugo, also getting Rocky Road in that fourth start of the year. That is very, very intriguing. Really fun streaming options, especially considering Nick Martinez goes the opening weekend. This is something I really want to focus on, is that getting a guy that you want to start the first weekend, and then you can send him back to the wire if there are other guys that you want to go for. It's a really nice situation to be in. Shintaro Fujinami went six innings, two earned runs, and zero hits. Think about that for a second. <laughs> Four walks, three Ks. Oh, this is, it's unbelievable. I mean, yes, it is a good whip. Four out of six, right? Um, but man, it is a cherry bomb situation for Fujinami. And as I mentioned before, with the whole Rusinski and Muller, Kim Waldachuk stuff, it's not a great team to pitch for. So I don't want to go after Fujinami. I think this is just going to get amplified once the season starts. Bryce Miller, um, he's a prospect for the Mariners. Nothing really to pour for your redraft leagues right now. Three innings, pitch four and runs, eight hits, one walk, four Ks. It's a small taste. He has filth. And all of the Millers, Bryce, Bobby, and Mason, you're going to want them when they do show up in a season, but they're not going to be there now. Mason's for the Athletics, by the way. Bobby's for the Dodgers, and Bryce is for the Mariners. Logan Webb, five innings, one run, eight hits, three walks, and six Ks. It's it's looking good. I mean, it's a high whip, as we know, with Logan Webb, but the slider looks good, and yeah, Logan Webb is going to be the guy that you think he is. Robbie Ray is looking phenomenal. Five innings, one run, two hits, one walk, five Ks. Oh, man, I'm just pushing him up my draft boards over and over. I feel like at this point, I know this is kind of crazy, but I kind of want Robbie Ray more than Zach Gallen, and I might want him more than Alec Manoa. I think Robbie Ray kind of belongs inside the aces of dubs at this point. Uh, Patrick Corbin, four innings, three and runs, six hits, one walk, and two strikeouts. Who cares? Let's move on. Christian Javier, I have no velocity rating, unfortunately, but hey, 5.2 innings, zero and runs. Before it's zero walks, only two strikeouts, which is kind of weird. I'm a little worried. I'm surprised the Astros actually let him pitch again. It might be, you know, look what the Padres are doing in the WBC. I was kind of hoping they would do that with Christian Javier and give him a little bit of rest before the start of the season. They don't need him out of the gate, right? Lance Lynn, 4.2 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 2 walks, and 6 Ks. All looking good there. Corey Kluber, 4 innings, 300 runs, 4 hits, 2 walks, and 1 K. He's sitting 88 on the sinker, which is not fun. 8 over 43 whiffs on the cutter and curve is fine, but it's not really exceptional. He's a Toby at best. He gets the Orioles first. I'm not really into that one, but he would get the Pirates in the second start of the year. So if he is on the wire um, to start your season, I am for that first week. So that'll be like Wednesday or something like that. The following week, Wednesday or Tuesday against the Pirates, that should be a nice chance for a win. Uh, Yanni Chirinos went opposite of Kluber and was optioned after the game. Uh, don't focus on the SP5 for the Rays unless you actually really need to try and bolster some wins. That is a game that I just don't play. Uh, it's up to you guys if you want to do that. Josh Fleming is apparently going to be the guy, and it's just, ugh, I don't want to do this. Uh, we want to go to now Bailey Ober, speaking of guys getting optioned. Four innings, three and runs, four, it's one walk, three Ks. There was some wonder if there were going to be a six-man rotation for the Twins. Looks like that's not going to happen. Uh, good slider whiffs in this one, 5 out of 19, 
8 out of 39 on the fastball, good locations. I think Ober is a solid play when he does arrive, but there's still a little bit left. There's like one extra step he needs to take, I think, with this stuff um, to really be a massive fantasy boost for you. Edward Cabrera, 5.1 innings, 2 hits, 2 walks, 7 Ks. I've been a little tepid on chasing Edward Cabrera. He is showing good stuff here. 65% fastball strikes is really nice. And he threw 50 plus percent uh, changing curve in this. He missed a lot of those pitches, though, arm side, as there's still command issues. Even you see two walks, it's. I'm glad the fastballs are getting strikes, but the secondaries aren't quite as dominant and overwhelming. Slider did go 7 for 10 on strikes, though. That's really good, 70%. He has a tough early schedule, and that's also the part of the reason why I'm hesitant on Emma Cabrera. If he is the fourth starter, he would get the Mets twice in a row, which is not fun. If he is the fifth starter, he would get the Twins, who I think is actually a pretty decent offense, and then the Mets. So not a fun guy to have right out of the gate because the chances of him succeeding early are not grand. Grand? I want to say great and grand at the same time. Uh, Edward Cabrera is not necessarily a target because of that. I know it's not for full season, and full season Edward Cabrera could be kind of solid, but it's there are so many guys that could be that right now, and I'd rather just go with the ones that could produce out of the gate. Aaron Nola was lit up for 1.2 innings. Um, I got a fun text from somebody saying, like, is he, like, the best cherry bomb out there? Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I guess so. It's really frustrating. He shouldn't be, but he kind of is. Don't don't worry about this. Five earned runs in 1.2 innings against the Yankees. Like, whatever. Don't back out now. Um, Tyler Wells. This is a very interesting situation for Baltimore. Five innings, zero in runs, two hits, zero walks, and two Ks. He went eight for 62 whiffs. He's down a tick on most of his pitches, except for his cutter, which is up a tick, which I don't really, I think it's a new pitch here. He's swinging a harder cutter. Now, there is talk that he gets a rotation spot. And you go, wait a second. Who gets ousted then? That would be either Cal Bradish or Grayson Rodriguez. I really hope not. Grayson Rodriguez deserves it. He needs to go through some adversity. Throw him in there. He'll figure it out after like a couple weeks and be dominant. Don't do this to me, Orioles. I, it makes sense. Because Grayson Rodriguez, maybe he's limited to 140 innings, so then they take him slow in the minors, and ah, uh, don't do this to me. Do not do this to me. Vince Velasquez, five innings, one earned run, three hits, three walks, and seven strikeouts on the opposite side. He went 10 for 38 on fastball whiffs at 93 miles per hour, 16 over 83 whiffs overall. Very interesting, and we're not going to chase this. Tyler McGill, five innings, three earned runs, two hits, five walks, four Ks. His command was not good. He's still ramping back up. It was not two ticks down, but one tick down. And two out of 34 breaker whiffs up between his slider and curveball. Just not interested at all. David Peterson clearly far and away the one that you want, obviously. I mean, rotation spot, too. And last but not least, Shane Bieber was really excited because finally, after all this time, we get velocity readings. We've gotten all these whispers and all this stuff. Someone was saying 93 to 95 on it. Well, what did we get here? He went 6.2 innings, one earned run, four hits, zero walks, and 11 Ks, and he was at 90.8 on the fastball. His slider went 13 for 27 whiffs, and his cutter went 17, 7 for 17, which is insane. That's 20 whiffs on under 50 thrown, which is so crazy between the two of them. It should not stick for the regular season, and 90.8 on the fastball is just, ugh. Maybe he's... Really got 92 in there, and it's just his final tune-up or something, but I want him to be back to 92-93, and I think that what we saw last year was kind of what to expect, which was a 24% strikeout rate. I know you can see 11 Ks here, but I feel without that fastball being, uh, well, it's more hittable than it used to be. I, I said the correction I wanted to make last year was that it was already a weakness, and he made his weakness weaker, which doesn't really do much, and as long as he has the breakers, then it works, and maybe that's the case, and he's still inside the aces of dubs. 
he's just not you know with the 24% K rate as opposed to like a 30% it's a totally different conversation uh, he's still very good and I'm very happy to have Shane Bieber it's safe it's just I wish he was at 92 plus um, but that is it for today. Thank you all so much for the support of this podcast. Um, make sure to go get PL Pro now to win your fantasy leagues. That is Draft Weekend, all caps, one word. You get $40 off for PL Pro yearly. Good luck with your drafts, y'all. We got baseball on Thursday. I cannot wait. But that is it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.